This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, back here for another edition of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. It's week three of the NFL season, week three of the fantasy football season. We are brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, as always, in beautiful Miami Shores. And, folks... We've made it to week three of the NFL season. Very, very excited at this point. It wouldn't be Zach in the nose without my partner in crime, the nose himself. Follow, follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nosey, we made it to week three. There's no uh, there's no time. And I wouldn't say there's no time to kind of be crazy at this point. If you're 0-2, 1-1, 2-0, but we'll get to that in a second. How are you doing, by the way, in your leagues? How are you doing in life itself? We're limping into week three. Okay, you didn't say it right. We're limping in. We being the fantasy owners of the ones they call Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, throw A.A. Ron Ekelar out there, and a lot of us are limping into week three. Of course, many of you are 2-0, and 1-1. Oh, and one. You're, not, uh, you're not worried at all. You're having fun, right? You're having a good time. Right. But for the people who have been texting, tweeting at me, Hey, I picked uh, Nick Chubb in the first round and I, you know, or, or I picked Saquon in the first round and then I came back with players that are currently again injured. There's nothing worse than hearing those tales. And uh, yeah, that being said, we are not here to cry about it. Right. We're here to fix it and come up with solutions because it is only week two. And we're going to get into some names that every year, Zach, Every year, there's names that you have never seen coming your way. And then all of a sudden, they could be the difference maker in your fantasy team. That's right. So whether you have Nick Chubb or you have Saquon Barkley, especially Nick Chubb, what a disaster. I mean, let me just pour one out for him. He is, from all what we see, a really good dude. And that is a brutal injury. So I hope you got Jerome Ford. Uh because he seems like he could get the job done. Kareem Hunt is also a guy to pick up. We'll, we'll jump into all of that. But right, what I really right. wanted to get into is that there are many players that are right now uh, on your roster, possibly, that can be amazing fantasy producers that will fill in who can make up for injuries. For example, here we are, and we're in week three, and it's just the Puka Nakua show. That's right. It is. It's the Puka Nakua show. That's two weeks in a row of ridiculous amounts of targets, receptions. If he is a player that is now currently on your roster, you have to start him. And that is something that we're definitely going to dive into. But whether it's Pakua Nakua or Nico Collins or Kyron Williams or now Jerome Ford, 
What do we always say every year? The Goonies never say die. And that right. is what our attitude is. We never say die on the show. We're going to get you out of the uh, the issues. So please tune in with us for a two-hour show of what you need to do to make sure you put in your best fantasy roster that if you are going through that early injury bug, we are not going to cry about it, or you can cry about it, but we're going to move forward and we're going to get a win in week three and then reevaluate because that's all you could do is win and reevaluate and do whatever you got to do to put your best roster in. That's right. And listen, if you're a football fan in general down here in South Florida, the Finns are 2-0, and Gators and Canes are both winning games. Everything is good so far. But yeah, of course, you're going to take fantasy football to heart at this point if your team is not doing well or or one-on-one and, and you're a little bit nervous or you got one of these big injuries. But last Sunday knows was terrible. It was terrible for so many reasons. And there's so many guys, not just like you said. I mean, Chubb obviously is the big uh, injury and Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt were the two big pickups this week. I think if you had Nick Chubb on your team or if you're looking to snake one of those guys from a Nick Chubb owner this week, I had that going on in one of my leagues too. People are putting a ton of their fake fantasy dollars up to try to make sure the Nick Chubb owners didn't get Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt. That did happen also. I want to bring up another guy because this guy was a top five pick, top four pick, top three pick in a lot of leagues. And now it looks like He's out possibly again. A.A. Ron Ekelar. What the heck is going on there? And Joshua Kelly, I thought, would be the guy that picked up the slack, and he didn't last week. I'm a little bit scared of what's going on with Ekelar. Should I be? Because, of course, I'm an owner in one of my leagues of him. Uh, Scared? I would say you shouldn't be scared. I would say overall, right now, you're in a situation where – with Ekelar, we all watched as a Dolphin fans. He went off with that ankle injury. He didn't look terrible. I think this is one of those situations where he may be out again this week. They're calling it week to week. So, yeah, I'm not thrilled about this, Zach. Not not even maybe. But it is what it is. Okay, it's early enough in the season. He's not – looks like Barkley and Eckler are going to have a similar timeline. It looks like Barkley may be out a few extra weeks. But if you're an A.A. Ron Eckler owner, you probably in a redraft league picked him in your – you know, top three pick. He was going two or three basically in every league. So this is pretty crushing. But let's not overreact about last week's matchup. Last week when he was out, you're saying Josh Kelly didn't get the job done. No, right. he did not. Okay. He had 13 rushes for 39 yards. Yeah, he, he averaged three yards per carry. Ugh. Not good. Okay. And he did actually have one run of 15 yards. So if you take 12 rushing yards, you know, basically 12 for 24 is disgraceful. So it was a bad start. That being said, he is in a lot of lineups for this week and, and for the right reasons. He's going to get the volume, and I do think he's going to have a better game this week. So don't shy away from it. He's going to get against Brian Flores' defense in Minnesota. I think they're going to rely on the, on the, on the run a lot more this week, establish it. So if you are Josh Kelly – owner or Eckler owner, I I would be starting Kelly, but you are going back to an original point. It's our first segment of our show. And we sort of have to discuss the overall fantasy implications of those three major injuries. And I'm going to go dive a little deeper next year. Do we need to be thinking about in our first round pick the wear and tear of running backs and what they do to their bodies? And do we consider maybe going with, that Tyreek Hill or that Jamar Chase. I know he's, we'll, we'll get to that too, guys. I promise right. you, we'll get to Cincinnati. It's a part of our, it's the first observation. 
But you get my point. Are we getting to a point where running backs in the NFL don't get paid because of the wear and tear on their bodies? And it's simply the next man up mentality for a right. lot of NFL teams. Well, I do think there is a correlation. It's too late now, but maybe grabbing a early first round running back has more risks than just them being bust or splitting time, 50-50 shares. No, these guys get injured because we're here in week two, excuse me, through week two, and we have three of the top six running backs out. You know, it's who's the last man standing right now. I'm nervous for Christian McCaffrey owners. Right. It's like, God, and he's an injury prone player. So I hope he stays on his feet tonight. We have a great Thursday night football game tonight. Uh, Minnesota, excuse me. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be featured at home versus the Giants. That's a good game. Uh, and I'm just praying that McCaffrey makes it through for his fantasy owners because I'm really down in general on the first round running backs right now. I'm scared. I'm right. scared. I, I get, listen, it's not just first round running backs, too. Kelsey missed a little bit of time. Like your first round picks have been missing a little bit of time. It's, yeah. it's a little scary for fantasy owners out there right now. So those picks you had in the late rounds, those pickups you're going to have on the waiver wire, those might, like those said to you earlier, could win you the league, win you the week. You never know what can happen at that point. And this is a perfect example, Zach, of why I always say, no matter how, what's the word, how much you want to draft Justin Tucker or how sexy it feels to pick the 49ers or whatever the top defense is, always take those with your last two picks because it changes year over year. Trust me, the studies are done. It's a year over year. There's a different defense and a different kicker. But in that moment of picking those backups to whether it's a Matt Breida or a Jerome Ford, having those players that when you're drafting a man, you don't even know what they look like, but you know they're the backups. Those could turn into huge picks like Jamal Williams last year for Detroit. Right, right. And so this is the perfect reason why you never know who could be that next best player and draft your running backs and wide receivers. Because when you hit, and there are, believe it or not, Jerome Ford, yes, the number one pickup in all of fantasy. In my major league, we have 100 fake dollars, as you said. Well, guess how much one of the pe owners used to get Jerome Ford? I am and actually that, interested to hear this. The answer is $100. No they way. Really? They used them all. Well, look, was it aggressive? Yes. Did they That's probably very out, aggressive? Did they outpay by $30? Maybe. But I think the point is, is when you have this is a really great running offense. Okay. The Browns are built to run. So when you have a guy who's going to be now the featured back for the Browns, how many times throughout the year are you going to find a player that is going to be a featured player in someone's offense, like the running back, that has a chance of being you know, a top 15 to top 20, a chance right. of being a top 15, top 20 running back. It doesn't happen all that often. So why not go all in? And yeah, you're, you're going to lose out on anybody else, but this is, I don't think you had to go for every dollar. No, I, come on. I do believe that Jerome Ford could be an everyday starter RB2 slash flex for your fantasy team moving forward. So oh, right, well, sidebar, let me, let me cut you off sidebar there. What about Kareem Hunt now in the mix? and back in the mix in an offense that he's used to, an offense that he knows. And I know they picked Jerome Ford over Kareem Hunt, the Cleveland Browns, going into the season. They, they figured at that point Jerome Ford could be the next guy up and not doesn't have to necessarily be Kareem Hunt because after a lot of people bid on Jerome Ford and they found out that Kareem Hunt was being picked up by the Browns, 
it was a major weight. What do you do here? Because the guy who spent $100 in your league, if Kareem Hunt gets half the carries, if Kareem Hunt's playing 50% of the time, even not just this week, because this week I think it's all about Jerome Ford, but in two weeks, if Kareem for if Kareem Hunt's all uh, you know in there and he's in there for 35 to 40%, that hundred dollars looks like a complete waste. Complete waste. Right. You're absolutely right. Kareem Hunt has every opportunity to be good. Let's just say that we all saw what he did when he was with the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. He was a first round pick. This is a while ago. He got into trouble with the law. He could play angry. Let's just say that. He could play angry and he could come back. I do believe he's going to spell. He's not going to be the starter for this right. team. But is there a chance that he bites into Jerome Ford's usage? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's very uh, a good chance that this could be a timeshare. But for the 0-2 teams right now who need players, who have lost players, Jerome Ford, as you said, is a good start week to week. And that's why I said earlier in this segment, win and reassess, re right. win and reevaluate. Because maybe next week Jerome Ford's not going to be that guy. Okay, so we're going to find the guy who is after that. And so for the players out there who have lost their first round running backs. And if you have A.A. Eckler, but you didn't have Kelly, getting a guy like Ford for this week is a good move. That's all I can say. It's a good move. We all saw him have a spectacular run against, um, excuse me, on Monday Night Football. We had him right. a great run. So we see the talent is there. The offensive line is there. Very interested to see what happens in week three. Yeah, 100%. I'm excited to see what these pickups now are going to look like what it's going to look like in New York and Cleveland in LA with the chargers. I, I am excited about that. All right, let's do a little uh, recapping of next week. We're going to do observations here in the next segment, but we'd like to go over some of the picks that nose had that were either nose candy or nosebleeds. And I see on the list right now, a couple of nosebleeds and that's fine, but we still had some really good nose candy last week and nose. I want you to start it off and start it off with last week's, nose pick of the week well done once again right so for those who may be new to the show just tuning in every week i have a pick that i say whether it's dfs if they're in your lineup they are going to be a great start and for the nose pick of the week we went with tyler lockett and that was what we call nose candy in our little show eight receptions 59 yards but more importantly two touchdowns one that was of a game-winning variety. That's right. So for most leagues, Tyler Lockett finished in the top five with over 25 fantasy points at the wide receiver position. Yes, sir. Very happy with that one. Uh, keeping going. Look, the tight end nose pick of the week was Darren Waller. And although I really wanted him to get that red zone target and that touchdown, I just wanted to wake him up because – Darren Waller was a player we coveted on our show going into the draft. I wanted him to be your third or fourth overall tight end pick. He was in that echelon where it's Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and then I had Darren Waller and TJ Hawkinson. And then after that, you just wait, just right. wait it out. And it seems like that was the right choice. Well, Darren Waller finally gets the targets, eight target shares. He had six receptions for 76 yards. That's 13-plus fantasy points in a PPR league. Not bad. Right. Other nose candy for week two, Jared Goff. I said get him in your lineup no matter what. I didn't really care. However, you had to do it. 323 yards and three touchdowns later, looking good. A very controversial pick I had was Danny Dimes right. coming off a disgraceful week one. 
monster game with 321 yards and two touchdowns in the air. But what makes him sometimes special is when he has that 59 rushing yards on top of it with another touchdown. So we're talking about 370 total yards, three touchdowns, fantastic game. Ramon J. Stevens, I told you guys to stick with him, 60 total yards and a touchdown. Devonta Smith, where I came out and said, I like him more than A.J. Brown. Right. Controversial call, but I do, and I still do. Four grabs, 131 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, to keep the good times rolling, I told you to bench Alexander Madison. I told you to bench Jamal Williams, Tyler Algiers, Justin Justice Hill. I told you guys, you know, again, that's after one week, you have to give these guys another look before you start putting them in your lineup. And they all had bad games. So right. that was all very good. Yeah. I, and listen, I, I love those picks. I love them all right there. We'll talk about Alexander Madison uh, later in the show as well, because we have stuff that's going on with him and that team that just happened. Let's go over some of your nosebleeds. And we talk about the good stuff. We're going to talk about the bad stuff. Give me some of the nosebleeds from last week. I blew it. Yeah. Look, when you come up with 16 names, it's just sheer math. Right. There are going to be some nosebleeds. Right, right. <laughs> Some of the smaller nosebleeds I had last week were I, I recommended A.J. Dillon, Deshaun Watson, and DeAndre Hopkins, whom all had what I'd say subpar games. They weren't complete stinkers, but I expected way more out of Deshaun Watson. He's a player that I'm keeping an eye on. His offensive weapons are a little shoddy right now. They're not stretching the field, and uh, we're going to keep an eye whether or not he should be in a starting if you have a 10 or 12 team league, is he one of the best 10 or 12 best quarterbacks? I'm not sure yet, uh, but there was one absolute gusher. Hold on, let me those... get the towel. Let me get the towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah please ahead. do. Right, go ahead. Because it's never going to happen again. <laughs> Man, Puka Nakua. Woo! Man, I mean, I cannot understand. That's the beautiful part of the NFL. The most beautiful part about fantasy this reminds me of a really long time. I'm going to age some of you. How long you've been doing fantasy? Because out of nowhere, many moons ago, this guy named Marquise Colston came out of nowhere. Right. Out of nowhere. And he just started blowing up for the Saints. And no one had heard of him. The guy went to Hofstra University. No one had heard of him. Well, this is what this feels like. And that started immediately. Puka Nakua against the 49ers. I just had that as a, this is the one of the best defenses, top three for sure in the league. Dude, this is not going to happen again. It was just how the game in week one rolled. Well, two games into this man's NFL, I guess, career, 20 targets he had in game two. 20 wow. targets. Wow. He had 15 grabs for 147 yards. That's coming off another his first week of 10 grabs for 119 yards off of 15 targets. Uh, it's 35 targets in two games. I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I know Cooper Cup is out, but this is real. So what are we doing? The answer to the question you're asking is yes. He is a must start. I don't care how you do it. You have to start him. You have to start him over maybe some bigger names. Right. And uh, you can go and tweet at me at Spencer Nose. And you could say, am I really starting him over X? And I will say yes or no. There are very few names that I'm going to say uh, no to, meaning you have to start him until he tells you or proves otherwise. You have been given no choice from the Nakua gods. Right. To start him. 
And look, the day he goes bust, okay, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. But through those two ga- first two games, he is now a must-start for your fantasy football team. Yeah, I mean, at this point, my goodness gracious, it's unbelievable what's going on with him. All right, we're going to get into a whole bunch more stuff as well. We'll have observations coming up in the next segment. We have yes or no's. We have the sniff test. We have the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. All of our normal stuff here. Make sure if you're on social media, by the way, or Twitter, hashtag pick the nose. Any questions we'll get in here during the show as well. We're taping the show a little bit earlier in the day before Thursday night football. So I just want to let everyone know that as we go forward. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with observations. This is Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. When you get to Tropical Chevrolet, they're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. Or click MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Observations coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, back here for Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. By the way, turn fantasy into reality with Tropical Chevrolet. Go in there for a test drive. Tell them Zach and the Nose sent you. Get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game in South Florida this season. So go into Tropical Chevrolet, test drive, tell them Zach and the Nose sent you, and boom, you're entered to win a pair of tickets for a big game here in South Florida. We did our normal intro in our last segment. We got to get to observations coming up, but... Before we get to all your observations here, let's start off with the Miami Dolphins. They're a story. They were a story last year at this time also with the numbers they were putting up. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins offense and how it relates to fantasy football right now for people out there. Because this is the second year in a row where I think a bunch of Dolphins are all over the place on fantasy teams. Nose, what do you think so far? What do I think? I think I've been doing fantasy football competitively since 1996. 1996. Yes, Dan was still in the league, but it wasn't those golden years. Um, So the bottom line where I'm trying to go with this is since 1996, I have not seen an offense the Miami Dolphins have had that have had any type of fantasy relevance. And we are now in a, like basically in a situation that there's no words for how much fun it is for the Miami Dolphins. I'm talking about as long as Tua can stay on his feet, and I hate to say that like that, but it's just straight up the truth. Right. We have a situation that is similar to what I want to believe as Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne mm. with Ike Bruce and Tory Holt. This is where we are right now with Waddle and Tyreek Hill, but more importantly, with the brainchild that is our coach, Mike McDonald. Yeah, get that out. Yeah. McDay. Right. Good. We have a situation right now where for all of these years, I don't know, you're better at math than I am. How long ago is 1996? It's Uh, a lot. Yeah, about 27 years ago. God, that's a lot. Man, you just depressed me. Sorry. It's been 27 years, and I could think of maybe Ricky Williams, who was a significant player for the Miami Dolphins in terms of fantasy, where the fan, you, could have a Miami Dolphins Sunday where you're watching your team, you're 2-0, you might be a top five team in the entire NFL. But on top of it, like I had already, if you are a Miami Dolphin fan and a Tyreek or Tua owner, this is fun. This is what you dream of. This is the double whammy. This is however terminology, whatever terminology you want to use, this is the ultimate situation. And yeah, I brought up Harrison and Wayne and I brought up Holt and Bruce. And the only difference between right now Waddle and Hill is that these guys need to get a ring. Okay. That's, that's literally where we're at. So every week is a blessing. If you're a Miami Dolphins fan, and especially if you're a fan and then have the Tyreek Hill, the Jalen Waddle or the Tua, but specifically for this little segment on the Dolphins, I wanted to talk about radio Raheem. Yeah. Did you see that breakaway speed? Oh, my God. It was nice. Do you remember when I had him as the nose pick of the year? And he came out in his first two games for the 49ers and belted out 80-yard rushes for touchdowns, and then he hurt himself? I think the first carry he had that season was a 75-yard touchdown run, and it was the first play for San Francisco of the season. Yeah. It looked pretty good. Yeah, I was screaming like a child because at that point, I was still a very much – 
you know, uh, not a rookie to the radio. I was still trying to prove myself. And then, you know, you for four shows, you talk about Radio Raheem uh, in the preseason games in, in August, and then he comes out and does that. Well, look, the speed is there. The scheme is there. Is Radio Raheem a must-start in week three? Yes, he is. But there is a – I'm going with the but. When – Mike McDee was in San Fran. They used a major running back by committee. Right. And I am concerned that when there are more healthy players where A-Chain and Jeff Wilson Jr. are back, this might become a more committee situation. So you do need to look out for that. But right now, Radio Raheem, in the moment, week three, must start. Why I'm saying that is I've had a few people asking me if they should be trading for Radio Rahim, and the answer to, is absolutely no. I do not trust that he's going to be putting up this production in your fantasy playoffs, and that's when it matters. Right. So in terms of a fan, let's enjoy it. It's really nice to see when he pulls to the outside and there's a hole. He hits that hole. He could be gone. Uh, but let's see what the usage is, is when uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is back after week four. And, and so that's basically the bottom line on the on the Dolphins front. I don't okay. think there's really a Dolphin tight end you need to be starting. No. Uh, Braxton Berrios looks really good. I know he's a big, you know, you're a fan. You guys are buddies. For that's my boy. Right. That's your boy. Yeah. Not startable in fantasy yet. But the three-headed monster of Tua, Waddle, and Hill, that's special. I hope they stay, you know, I hope Waddle's in able to play on Sunday. It's right. too early in the week to tell. Uh, but all signs are that this offense is going to be electric for the entire course of the season. And I do say it starts with our coach and then it trickles down straight to Tua, who just looks great so far. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're hundred percent right on that one there. Something we did talk about in the first segment, which we will talk about, I'm sure throughout the entire show today the injury situation at running back. We talked about A.A., Ron Ekular, Chubb, Saquon, all these guys. What's the plan quickly for people out there? Um, obviously, the Jerome Ford uh, situation, if, if you picked him up in waivers this week, there's no way he's still available in anyone's league now. But what is the the situation quickly for you of what to do in here for not just this week, but maybe for the long run this season? Right. So I won't beat around the bush, all right? If you have Nick Chubb, you are at a complete disadvantage in your fantasy league right now. I, I know that sounds pretty obvious, but maybe you needed to hear it, okay? So you are at a disadvantage. You need to now basically swing that pendulum in the other direction, and it's not easy. You know, To pick up a Tony Jones Jr. for the Saints as a plug-in is not sexy. It's not going right. to get the job done. It's very similar to why I said don't start Justice Hill last week. Right. There's just certain players that have good games, and there's just no way they're going to, or a very small chance they're going to replicate that the week next week. If I have Nick Chubb, and I'm only using Nick Chubb in this example, I am taking my next best player and I'm trading him for two players. That's how I'm doing it. Because you have a whole season, unless you have Jerome Ford, Right. I would wait it out a week. But if you're starting right now, what we call really bad waiver wire fodder, I call it fodder. If you're picking up that trash that you're plugging in and you're hoping for a touchdown on the dirty one and you're hoping for 10 fantasy points, you're in big trouble. So you need to make a move and it's not too early to start. 
looking at teams that have the depth that could use your second or third round pick and try to basically get players to fill out your lineup for a player like, again, Chubb. Right. Ekelar and Saquon Barkley will be back. They're going to miss about 25% of your fantasy season, right? So the fantasy season to get to the playoffs, playoffs start now in week 15. Right. Okay. So you have 14 weeks to make the playoffs. It looks like Barkley is going to miss a total, in my opinion, he's going to miss a total of four weeks. That's my opinion. They say three, that's four. So again, you're the math guy, but four out of 14 is a big chunk percentage of your season. Okay. And there's also the game where Barkley comes back and then they slowly work him back in. There's the game that Eckler comes back and they slowly work him back in. Yes, you hold on to those guys. No, you don't have to make a drastic move. But look, if your team is thinned out, it's time to get creative and maybe make a move. If you have a top quarterback in a uh, 10-team league, Zach, if you have Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Hurts, and you're thinned out really badly at the running back position because of injuries, Trade one of those players. Right. Do you know who I do you know who I see on on in a in a standard ten or twelve team league on the waiver wires? I see Geno Smiths available. Right. You know, I see Jared Goffs are available because Deshaun Watson and Tua, those type of players. You know, you still have Lawrence and Fields. We're going to get into, but there's so many starters that you could pick up a Geno or a Jared Goff, and the difference of points between those players and a Mahomes and a Hurts is a lot smaller than it is with one of those running backs you're picking up versus having a a really productive player in there. So the quarterback position in this very pass heavy league right now, there are some really good guys on your, on your waiver wires. Not everybody carries a second quarterback. So my recommendation is if you have to trade that sexy quarterback name and fill out your roster, if you have an Owen two start and you're starting really bad players. Right, right. I, I totally agree with that on that standpoint. Let's do one more observation here, and then we'll take another quick break. Joe Burrow, uh, Monday Night Football. This is the kind of worst-case scenario for somebody because you're waiting for Monday night, and what happens if he doesn't play, and then all of a sudden you are completely screwed. I don't even know who the backup is in uh, Cincinnati. That'll be your job to figure that one out. What do you do? Do you risk playing him? Do you roll the dice? Like, if you're a Burrow, uh, if Burrow's your guy, what the heck do you do now? This is a tough one. So you did a good job there. I'm proud of you. Uh, Bottom line is it's a tough one. And we call it a nightmare because this week, guess where, guess, excuse me, when the Bengals play. Monday Yeah. I could answer your question. That was a terrible job. That sounded like the A-team, by the way. Okay. Oh, that's what I was doing. He's not on the A-team this week? Oh, okay. I thought you were doing like the Monday Night Football. I was. It was terrible. I know. Thank God. All right. Right. You had me confused and (laughs) embarrassed at the same time. Jake Jake Browning? Wow. Jake Browning. I had to look it up. Went to Washington. He was a Husky. You know, he was one of those. And those Washington Huskies. I throw outside, the ball at least, right? Yeah. Outside of Warren Moon, my goat, 
uh, outside of him, they don't they don't throw the you know Jake Jake like uh, what was those guys' names? Oh, Locker, Jake Locker, Jake Locker. well yeah, done, yeah. Rock Heward. Wow, we're doing this off the cuff. Those guys yeah. never turned out any well, and, no. and Jake Browning. But the bigger problem is it's not just about Joe Burrow. We have to talk about the Cincinnati right. Bengals. This is and should be. We did a nice fluff piece on the Miami Dolphins because it's exciting right now to be a Miami Dolphins. That's fan. right. But the real story for fantasy right now is what do you do with your Bengals? Because right now, Joe Burrow is questionable for Monday Night Football. I am not sure we're going to get a definitive answer as to whether he's going to be starting or not in time when you have to make decisions as to whether you're going to start somebody Sunday at one. Right. So what do you do? Do you pick up Jake Browning, have him on your bench? So just in case you went with Burrow and he doesn't go, you're starting him. Oh, okay, that's really risky. Let's just it say is that very risky. Right. But if you but if you want to, if you believe in Joe Burrow, and by the way, I do. But we are very concerned about this calf injury and the timing of his calf injury and the timing of how he got his contract. I mean, I don't know. I I really I promised you, everybody. I am not reading conspiracy theories online i don't i can't read so that's a different story for a different time but what i do know is he had a, a bad injury he went down with a calf and it was right when he was negotiating his contract he said he was going to play and he played he got his huge contract right two games in he has been horrible now do i think he's amazing yes i do and and he's gonna have an amazing career but right now for monday night football do you take the chance of starting Joe Burrow as your quarterback, knowing he might not play? Huh. Yep. What do you do? It's not easy. Well, the answer is it really depends on who your backup is. Okay. Right. So that's really, so I, I'm here. This is my job to tell you. And I'm going to bring up the name Geno Smith again, because Geno Smith's at home against the Panthers and the Panthers do not look good. Okay. So, of course, I'm starting Geno Smith mm. over Joe Burrow. But if I have really nobody else and, and I'm looking at a really ugly Zach Wilson type, Mac Jones type, am I doing that? That's where it gets harder. Yeah. To me, look, right now we are doing a tape show on Thursday. We don't have all of the information, but... All I could say to you is this. If they say Joe Burrow is playing on Monday night football before Sunday at one. Right. I'm starting Joe Burrow. Okay. Most in most situations. But again, if you have a Jared Goff or a Geno Smith, those are the type of quarterbacks that I actually will not start Joe Burrow. So it really is that combination. And again, I know we can't take the calls right now or the text, but please tweet at me and I'll help you navigate through the Joe Burrow versus somebody else situation if it arises on Sunday before one o'clock. But again, then it gets into the next question. Jamar Chase, mm. T. Higgins, right. what do you do? Of course you start Jamar Chase, no right. matter what, okay? Right. This is a bad beat for you though, because if you use Jamar Chase with the third or fifth overall pick a you weren't listening to zach in the nose we totally right. said we said not to draft him at this slot. i didn't understand that it was too early for me personally but you have to start those guys both of them and even if jake browning is your quarterback yeah it's similar to the garrett wilson situation it's just 
going to be way less production. But how do you bench Jamar Chase or T. Higgins coming off of those games, off of weeks two with two touchdowns? Right. It's on a Monday night football. You Not can't. easy. Right. You can't do no, that. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't, can't do, do that. that. So you have to prepare for the you know, a bad game. You pray Joe Burrow's good, but we're going back to the one word. This is a nightmare. It is. Okay. Because Joe Burrow was picked to be your starter. He's given you two horrific games. People are now asking me, do I trade him? Do I bench him? These are all really tough things to answer until we get more of clarity in terms of how bad that injury is. But I am saying this to you right now. Right. That calf injury was worse than it, he made it to be. He pushed through it. He's a warrior. But you don't go down like that untouched. I mean, I bottom line is Not start, easy. Him at, start him at your own risk. There it is. All right, more observations coming up after this. This is Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. We're going to get you in and out of there in three hours at Tropical Chevrolet, Biscayne Boulevard, and 88th Street. You go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. More observations after this. All right, back here on Zach in the Nose. We'll wrap up hour number one right now. Zach in the Nose, always brought to you, by the way, by uh, by Tropical Chevrolet. I just got a phone call right in the middle of this, of course, as always. Uh, let's get into a couple more observations before we end hour number one, Nosey. I got to start with this. It was your nose pick of the year Garrett Wilson, one of them, it was Calvin Ridley is the other one who we don't need to talk about right now. He's doing great. Um, Garrett Wilson, are you in panic mode? It's Zach Wilson's time there now. W- what are you thinking about Garrett Wilson? You're, one of your nose picks of the year. Oh, full-blown, absolute panic. Yes. You know, what makes it even worse is that he had that 168-yard touchdown last week, you know, two receptions off of eight targets. It doesn't make it worse. Obviously, he got the production, but it's just one of those things where he has to have that happen to have a good game. Right. And that's scary. So I I got more scared, if anything, because at this point, Zach Wilson looks to be now a team in the Jets where I'm going to look at the defenses going against Zach Wilson. That's where I am. This is how bad he is and or not ready yet for the NFL defenses. He's not reading them well. Garrett Wilson, who is a beyond super talent, is going to get shafted again this year because he has Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. Look, it's pretty simple. The wide receiver has to have somebody talented throw him the ball. Right. It looks like Garrett Wilson has maybe in the lowest of lower echelon ball tossers right now in the NFL. So, yeah, it's full-blown panic. There's nothing yeah. you could do, though. I know you own him in multiple leagues. I do, you, right? You start him and pray. Yeah, that you get that's those, it. You start him and pray that you get that 68-yard touchdown. Right, that's what you need. That's exactly what it is. It was in week one when you got that touchdown at the end of the game that won me week one, and it's the hope that he just catches one of those long bombs downfield and goes for it at that point and gets you that, you know, the 10 to 12 points almost on one catch and one touchdown, and you go from there, and then if he has two or three other catches, you're great, but I don't trust Zach Wilson as far as uh, running my, you know, my, my son's flag football team at this point. Yeah, totally. The bottom line is this. He is not going to be getting, that he being Garrett Wilson is not going to be getting those games I dreamed of. Those eight to nine grabs for 135 yards and two touchdowns right. with uh, Aaron Rodgers' hair running through the wind as, right. as, as they celebrate. That dream is over, okay? So... Uh, I feel terrible again for 
people that I, man, I, I went out there and I just said, use your second round draft pick on Garrett Wilson. It was pretty simple. Right. I made a pretty simple call wherever you are in the second round. I liked him more than the, the likes of a, a Stefan Diggs. That's how much I believe in Garrett Wilson's right. uh, you know, talent. But this Aaron Rodgers the, was throwing on the ball. I got you. Like that was, yeah. that's a great, that's a great pickup there. And then you get to this where Zach Wilson is throwing him the ball and this offense, it just, it's, it's not going to look anywhere near what it was going to look like. Start him and pray. Start him and pray. I like that. All right. 60 seconds left. Give me your best take on Anthony Richardson right now. Uh, what the hell is going on there? Well, he has proven that he could run the ball in the NFL. And I gave him, you, if you've listened to me, I have said, Anthony Richardson will not be a successful NFL quarterback. Right. Uh, can he get you some dirty fantasy points on the ground? We've already proven that. But all I said is he can't read defenses. He doesn't have it between the head. And unfortunately, he can't take a hit. And so this has now been two games in a row that he had to leave early. It is Thursday. I'm unaware if he's going to be playing on Sunday. My guess is he will not be playing. Again, remember, the information we have now might be a little different than when you hear this. But Anthony Richardson, if he's starting, you have to start him. But if you're right. an Anthony Richardson owner, pick up Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew. He's not afraid to throw the ball down the field. He's got weapons. Michael Pittman Jr., good with Gardner Minshew, bad with Anthony Richardson. I'm still on the anti-Anthony Richardson kick, although I really hope his head injury is okay and I hope he's healthy. I do know and I do believe he's a good dude, so I don't want to make that clear. No, that's very nice of you at that point. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show. That was hour number one. We'll get back with hour number two. Yes or no's, the sniff test, the nose pick of the week. We have a lot to do in hour number two. Tropical Chevrolet wants you to turn fantasy into a reality. Go in there for a test drive. Tell them Zach of the Nose sent you. You're going to be automatically entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game down here in South Florida. Go to Tropical Chevrolet. Zach of the Nose sent you. Test drive a car and boom, entered to win. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two coming up after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.